Hello and welcome to the Curious Choice Leader podcast. I'm your host, Becca Brito, and it's time to step into your leadership one curious choice at a time. This show is dedicated to helping experts like you become the leader you want to be, to create working worlds that work for you, your business and everyone connected with it, whether it's your own business or someone else's. Being a leader is hard, even when things are going well and there's not much changing around us, we have a lot to do. And with all the changes that are happening around our businesses, around how we're working, where we're working and where our business focus needs to be, our leadership workload goes up but we still have to keep doing everything else too. We need to be doing more to lead and reassure our teams. We've got more activities and team outputs to manage, quite possibly with less people. And we know we need to be developing our teams too if we want to perform well now and into the future. So how can we balance getting our work done with leading and developing our teams? It's time to get curious and make some choices about how we do that for ourselves in our roles. For many of us, being a leader is only part of our work role. We usually have a healthy amount of work we have to deliver too. So finding a way to balance what we need to do as leaders with everything else is something that comes up at some point in everyone's leadership career, and often more than once. It's a conversation I'm having a lot at the moment, as those who are leading are working out how best to work in the current environment and finding themselves somewhat overloaded. And don't worry, I'm not going to just sit here and tell you to work harder or work smarter. Yes, there are some things you can do that may help with that, but working harder and smarter isn't the whole solution here. If it was, we wouldn't need to have this conversation. It's great that you want to do the best you can as a leader, and that desire to do this as well as you can is going to help you stay curious about your leadership, to keep reflecting on how things are going, and to keep learning and to keep growing as a leader. Without that drive, you're never going to get things working as well for you and your team, and you'll always feel there's something off or out of balance. The good news, however, if you're putting yourself in the category of people who don't want to do the best they can as a leader, is that you don't need to listen to the rest of this podcast, and you can invest the time in maybe sending some of those email updates or wondering why it seems you have to do everything for yourself. So assuming you're still listening and you're still here, let's break down that challenge of balancing everything. There are three main sets of things you need to focus on when you're leading a team. Leadership, so that's setting the direction, creating the working environment and building for the future. Managing, the bit where you and the team actually get things done. And finally, coaching, so developing your team's capability to perform better now and to grow their roles and careers going forward. Imagine each of those three as a circle and all the activities you need to do go inside one of those three circles. For most leaders, that's how all this feels, three separate plates of activity that they need to keep spinning. And keeping those plates spinning is hard. We need to be flexible and focused, and that's where working harder sometimes happens. If I put in more effort and time, is it easier to keep those plates spinning? Well, in the short term, possibly it's going to help, but it's not a sustainable long-term plan. And it's often where our bosses and advisors suggest we work smarter, maybe grouping similar tasks together, being more strategic about what we focus on. But while we're busy spinning all those plates, that can seem great in theory, but where's the time to work out what that actually means from a practical day-to-day perspective? It can even feel like being given an extra plate to spin, not really what we're looking for when we already feel overloaded. I work with a lot of people who are very analytical, And I'm often asked if there's a formula for keeping these plates spinning, maybe a correct percentage of time and effort to spend in each of those to make sure the plates keep spinning, the team's supported and none of them falls. 
I'd love to be able to say there is, but in reality, the answer is that it depends. And it depends on a large number of factors, such as your role, your experience, what's important to the company, your team's need, their experiences, the work you and your team are doing now, how the team fits into the organisation, how it works with other teams, the future requirements of your organisation, if there's a lot of change happening at the moment, and things like that. The answer is going to be as individual as we are as leaders and as our circumstances are. So you need to get curious and ask yourself about your situation. Then apply some critical thinking and make the best decisions about the balance for you and your team. The other thing I know that many leaders I work with wish were true is that once you find that balance, it's just a case of keeping it. I'm sorry that I need to bust this wishful thinking, this myth as well. The truth is that this balance is in a state of constant flux. Sometimes, depending on what's going on, one of the plates will need more help to keep it spinning, and that time has to come from somewhere. So in reality, as leaders, you're going to need to keep this balance under review and to be constantly adjusting it. So we need to keep all the plates spinning, and what it takes keeps changing, but we need to find a way to do it that's manageable in the long term. And here's the magic. And many leaders have told me this has been the one thing that's helped them really unlock how to balance everything they need to do. I want you to imagine those three spinning plates and overlap them like a Venn diagram, where part of each circle overlaps with each of the other two, and there's a section in the middle where they all overlap. Now, each of those spinning plates becomes more like a cog that helps the others turn. So the work you do on one helps power the other two as well. If, like me, you need to see this and a diagram will help you visualise it, check out the show notes at thecuriouschoiceleader.com. By finding ways to do things that combine activities in more than one circle or cog, you're able to have a more powerful impact and better meet the needs of your organisation and your team. The goal here is to spend as much time as you can in the sections where the circles or cogs overlap, so you're powering more than one at a time. Ideally, you want to be working where all three overlap, so that when you do one thing, you're leading, managing and coaching your team all at once. So that probably sounds lovely, but rather abstract. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have a piece of work that you need to get done. Most people would class this as a management activity, since it's all about getting things done. And typically, you might go to one of your team and ask them to get it done for you. How you move this into the intersection between managing, leading and coaching is in how you approach delegating the task. It's not about adding to your workload. Instead, how we delegate makes all the difference. If we just ask them to do a set of actions, it stays as a management activity. And I would argue that it's also a lost opportunity. As we're delegating, we also have the chance to lead and to coach. Broadly, if we start the conversation by setting the context for the task and explaining why it's important and where it fits into what we as a team are doing, you're leading, reinforcing what the team is all about. Talking about the principles behind how the task can be accomplished adds another layer of leadership. If you then focus on delegating the output rather than the tasks, you have the opportunity to coach and develop that individual. When you ask someone how they'd approach the task or what problems they're experiencing, you can take a coaching-based approach to unlock their knowledge and unlock their potential. Taking this approach also means they're going to be more engaged and motivated in the task, making managing the outputs easier those three cogs now working together to get you better and better results. By changing how you do the things that you have to do, you can manage your overall workload better and keep everything in balance and making sure that as a leader you don't end up falling over. None of us wants that. 
keeping that balance when there's a lot going on, maybe because of a big project or because your organisation's having to make a lot of changes or because, as we're experiencing now, the world we operate in is changing so fast and so often is tough and something you need to keep under constant review. I remember working on a project doing work I absolutely loved as part of a global team And it soon became just about all I was doing, taking up all my time. I was having so much fun, I didn't really notice how little else I was doing, either inside or outside work. My boss at the time took me to one side and pointed out how little balance I had in my life and politely suggested I might want to do something about that. So I did by adding in more and more things around the project until the other areas of my role and my home life were just as busy as the project. So he had to take me to one side again and point out where I'd gone wrong. That's not what we're talking about you achieving here. It's very easy to fall into that. I'll just do a little bit more here while it's busy or because of COVID or because of whatever excuse you're telling yourself. And while that's okay in the short term, if and only if you give yourself permission to do less of something else, it's not the long term solution. If you remember back to when you last flew on an aeroplane at the safety briefing, you were told to put your own oxygen mask on first. The same applies here. Instead, let's apply an extension of that same thinking. Given that there's more to do, how can we take one task or thing that needs to be done and use it to support another? For example, who in the team would benefit from being developed to do this management task? How can I get the team supporting and promoting each other's development? What other resources are there in my organisation to help me show my team what we're all trying to achieve? Who can help me? All that said, sometimes the workload will just be too much. And either you have to agree to stop doing something you'd normally consider important or bring in extra help. We all need that extra resource and capacity from time to time. And with the level of change and uncertainty we're leading through at the moment, I'm seeing that a lot. I know many leaders, especially early in their career, find the idea of getting help hard. It can feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. I think it's more helpful to think of it as adding extra resources where it's needed so that you and the team can flourish and thrive. Let me give you an example of what that can look like. I'm talking to a lot of leaders at the moment who know the key to the changes they're going to need to make in response to the global pandemic is supporting the people managers in their organisation and growing their capability to manage, lead and implement changes, but who are so busy working out what the organisation needs to do to adapt and survive that they just don't have the time or capacity themselves to develop those leaders. They've thought about developing a training programme, but it's not really an option, since that takes time in itself and the sheep dip approach to developing those skills is slow and not always targeted enough to make a difference. That's where my team of Curious Choice coaches and I can step in and support the leaders, providing targeted coaching and development that's timely and bespoke to the individual managers involved. And when we do that together with the leaders, we're freeing up time for them to focus on the future of the organisation and together we make sure those cogs keep turning and the whole team can deliver what's needed by the organisation. If that's something you want to know more about, please do get in touch. So in this episode, we've talked about the need to get curious about your personal leadership situation and to create a balance between leading your team, managing so the work gets done and coaching your team to perform at their best now and in the future. We've talked about those roles as spinning plates, each requiring different amounts of effort and energy to keep them spinning depending on the team, what we're doing, ourselves, and the circumstances we're doing it under. We've talked about bringing those plates together so they overlap and become cogs driving each other. And we can achieve that by changing how we do what we do rather than adding to it, 
So finding ways to incorporate what we do as a leader with development opportunities and the tasks that need to get done. And finally, we talked about how sometimes there's so much going on that you need to make sure you look after yourself and get the help in terms of additional capabilities and capacity that you need. The things I share in this podcast are based on my experiences, and some will be more relevant to you than others. I hope you choose to do something with the information I've shared, but that is up to you. That's what being a curious choice leader is all about, getting curious about your situation and then making the choices that are right for you and your business. So I have two questions I'd like to leave you with. Firstly, what things do you have to get done that you could power up by adding elements of leading, managing and coaching? And secondly, what help do you need? If you found this episode useful and thought-provoking, I would love it if you would subscribe and share it with others who you think would find it useful too. It would be brilliant if you could leave a review wherever you like to listen to podcasts. If you want to know more about implementing these ideas, please get in touch. And let's talk about how you can become an even better leader of change, one curious choice at a time. Visit thecuriouschoiceleader.com where you'll also find a full transcript of this and all our previous episodes. Thank you for listening. And until the next time, stay curious. And I look forward to talking to you again soon.